0: I want to talk a little bit about the three main environmental factors that go into optimal development for a hockey player. Um, And believe it or not, there's actually some debate as to the validity of some of these. I've always kind of considered these to be no-brainers. But uh, apparently there are people who feel differently about this. So I figured it would be a good topic to bring up and uh, share my opinion on this. And I say that strongly, this is my opinion. Um, And I'm not saying that these are the only three factors that matter or that make a difference, but in my mind, these are the three factors that make the biggest difference if you really want to set up an optimal environment for your hockey development for your players. Um, Now, when I talk about environment, I'm not talking about, um, you know, individual skill development or team development or how to set up systems and structure systems and teach. I'm talking about environmental, uh, environmental characteristics. So, um, you know, competition, um, well, let's just go into them, I guess, Um, first and foremost, well, not first and foremost, but here here are the the three in no particular order. Um, First would be competition. So in smaller hockey towns, you often get this situation where um, organizations accuse other organizations of poaching players. So, uh, you know, we they, they say stuff to the, something to the effect of, you know, we'd have a better team if all the players who were supposed to be here were here. And uh, to some degree, that's true. Um, you know, I'm sure you would have a better team if all the players that lived in your area or who were supposed to be on your team or who may have been on your team at one point or another were still there. But the question that these organizations should be asking, instead of being all upset about players being quote-unquote poached from one organization to another the real question should be is why are they leaving you know why are, why do why does this player think that or why does this parent think that his kids development will be better suited at another organization rather than the one that he was previously in or rather than the one that uh he, the, within the district or boundaries that he lives in well usually it boils down to a few of these three factors right the first question though is, is who's the competition? Am I getting consistently matched up competition? Now I'm not saying that you need to have competition that's always better than you, or that you need to have competition that's always worse than you, but I'm saying for optimal development to happen, the competition needs to be consistently high, um, but consistently within your range. So it doesn't do you any good to uh, consistently being be Consistently be being shellacked, you know, by double-digit scores. That doesn't do anybody any good. So you might say, yeah, we're in the best league in the state, or in the best league in the province. But are you competitive in that league? Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. So, um, you know, in the sense of you know players being poached or players leaving one organization for another, the first question is, well, what what league are these both organizations playing in? Is the competition better in one than another? If it's blatant, you know, if this is we're talking like a house organization being upset that kids are being recruited to a travel program, there's that doesn't make any sense in my mind at all. How can you even be upset about that if you're not offering a travel program? So the very baseline of this is make it sixes. Get, you know, be be comparing apples to apples. If your organization, or or I've seen situations where there's one travel team that plays in one league, and another travel team that plays in another league, and one league is known for being better than the other, and so you know, I say the same thing to them. You know, if if you're not in, in the same league, how can you complain when some of your top end guys go to a place that's got stiffer competition, especially if they're eating up the the league in the in the place that they were currently playing. So that's the first question, is, uh, is competition. You want it to be consistently high, but high at the level that you're at. So high compared to where your skill or your team is at. The second one is, um, and I feel very strongly about this, is uh, consistency in teammates. Okay, And this goes a couple different, couple different ways on this. But uh, A, you want to be, the, the closer that your team is to each other, in terms of skill levels and abilities, the better development you're going to have because the coach can coach to the group and the kids can develop and they will develop at the same pace most of the time. So if you've got a a group of players that are all fairly consistently matched, then that's a great start in terms of your development. Your your coach will be able to work with that. he will be able to take those kids, develop them at a good pace, at their pace, and you won't be having any guys that are blatantly, uh, you know, behind schedule or blatantly ahead of schedule. You know, it's uh, it's. That's the first part of that. The next part of that goes right hand in hand with that is consistency in uh, teammates year in year out. The longer you can keep that group. Just, okay, so let's go take this one step back again. So, assuming you can get a group of, uh, you know, let's just say 15 players who are all pretty evenly skilled, pretty evenly matched, the longer you can keep that group of kids together the more success you're going to have and the more powerful the development environment will be for them because it's not just, you know, well they had a good year, it's they had a good year for three or four or five years in a row and that's where, you know, instead of the coach having to start over each year and reteach the skills and reteach the systems, you know, he might take the first day or two of training camp now, just review what he taught last year, make sure everybody's on the same page and get a quick, you know, crash course refresher, crash course refresher um, program, and then boom, now you're hitting the ground running, you're building year upon year. So, just to recap real quick, the first two are competition that's consistent with your skill level and not just one game or two you know one team or two teams but the more teams that you can get in your league that are consistent with your skill level the more effective your development will be because games develop too and this is a thing that's kind of being lost right now These people are really undercutting the value of games you play games, you play a lot of games at a consistently high level, you're going to get better. And your games are going to be a reflection of your practices. So, A, you're developing during the games, but B, it's, it's a checkpoint every, however, every game, you know. Are we improving on what we need to improve on? So that's the first thing. Consistently high level of competition among as many teams as possible in the league. Second is consistency in skill levels and abilities of your players combined with keeping that group of kids together for as many years as possible, starting as young as possible, incidentally. And that leads us straight into the third one is consistency in coaching. So if you have a a program or a situation where your team or your players have a new coach every year or every other year, which is very common in the way USA Hockey is set up in in most, well, in many states. Since there aren't enough players, a lot of times they're combining age groups. So the the first-year squirts and the second-year squirts play on the same team, which means you get a mixed age group every year. Half the team graduates up to the next next age group. Well, the coach usually stays with his own kid, so that's good for half the team. Um, But the other half of the team is getting a different coach every single year that is not optimal for development. Um, I've said this before, but I would rather have, you know, and there's, there is a minimum level of, of uh, competency here that needs to be factored in. But as long as you have a coach that is a relatively decent coach, knows his stuff, is willing to learn, is willing to teach, and is dedicated to being there. As long as you have a coach that is good enough, I would rather have a coach that's good enough for five or six or seven or eight years in a row, then uh, you know the head coach of the of uh, you know the Penguins one year, and then the head coach of the Red Wings the next year. You know, I'm talking NHL caliber coaches. I would rather have a consistent coach year in year out that's good enough to get the job done than to have you know, especially at the youth level, especially at the youth level. I'd rather have that than have uh, you know some star-studded coach but a different star-studded coach every year for five years the kids will get more development out of that consistency so those are in my mind those are the three factors that if you really want to have optimal development if you really want to set up an environment where your kids will have the best case scenario and the best growth the best time with their hockey career that's how you do it Consistent competition, consistent skill level and ability in teammates, combined with keeping that group of kids together, and then consistency in coaching year in year out, and those three will take you—they'll uh, take you to the moon. They really will. Like I said, you might have to—you uh, might have to get get down and dirty if you start discussing this with any of your any of your people, because there are some uh, surprisingly different opinions on this. But um, you know, in my mind, there's there's no substitute for those three things, really. <clears throat> you know, if you really want to have that consistent, if you really want to have that development and have that development happen year in year out, make sure those things those three things are nailed down. You'll have an awesome time. So That's it for today. As I always say, that's my two cents worth on that subject. But uh, you know, I definitely think that there's some strength to that setup. So have a good one, and we'll talk soon.